Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Uh, this is Angel over here in the proper 12 Whiskey Studios. George is on the line here. Hold on. Here we go. I was like, wait, we're not going to do no theme music or nothing? Like, what the fuck? Well, that's what happens when you put a show together in three seconds. This is also true. Well, we did talk about this last week, and I kind of forgot about it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was watching yeah. Star Wars Born. Oh, so I was okay. a little, I was a little sidetracked. Sorry. It was chick flick night. Right. Yeah, it was absolute right. ass whooping going on in college football. So had to switch yep. over for the wife. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, um, where do we start first? Do we start okay, with but... old Nostra Brewers being right last week? It just took Amber. seven more days than I thought it was going to take. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, I figured out where you want to start today. You fucking cunt. Yeah, but did you hear reports? That now the Jets are looking at him? Is this an, does this not reek Adam Gates all over again? Did, does this not reek so Adam Gates? So can Gase? I tell you, as soon as I heard that, they fired him. I said, him and Joe Douglas get along really well. There is no... I Here's the two reports I heard from Ian Rappaport. One, him and Joe Douglas, really good friends, work well together. Two, he didn't get fired. He quit. He resigned. <clears throat> yeah, but, okay, whatever it, it is, this what past tells season, me he knows that season, he is getting the job of the NYJ. I don't know. Why would I, you? I, I, honestly... I do. Okay. Here's a I, I... Super Bowl <laughs> champion. Right? Carson Wentz mm-hmm. is broken beyond repair. Arnold's not. Um, his, the Los Angeles Rams broke him. Okay. Nick Foles broke him. Them winning the Super Bowl broke him. Doug Peterson did not break him. Contrary to fucking what Carson Wentz is saying. Carson Wentz stinks. Right? Carson Wentz was special when Carson Wentz could move. Post-knee injury, Carson Wentz can't move. The rehab took forever. 
He's never got comfortable again moving. Howie Grossman didn't do a great job of helping him because they had no fucking weapons. Mm-hmm. And no offensive line. But he holds the ball too goddamn long. So, you know, I don't care if you have uh, the eight, the 90s Cowboys line. It don't matter. If, if you take, if you want 15 seconds to throw the ball, I don't give a shit who you are. Okay, now, I get your your logic here, and, and I and there's definitely merit to what you say. However, oh. do you think the Johnsons are going to go ahead and hire another guy with that? You know, remember they ran to to sign Adam Gates when he got fired from you know his job in Miami. They ran to, uh, they ran uh, to Adam going... Gates because Christopher called Peyton Manning. That was Christopher's hire. This is going to be Joe Douglas' hire. I see the optics here, and I can't honestly fathom a a, a team taking a second jump at a coach who gets let go. Either he got let go or he got fired, whichever one. Loses his job, and they rush to sign him. I can't see that happening. But here... So here's the thing. Is Doug Peterson going to take an OC job like Jason Garrett did to build his stock back up? No. Because he doesn't think he should have been fired. Right? I agree with you. I don't don't think Doug Peterson feels he should have been fired. And you know what? To be perfectly honest with you, we spread spread a lot of shit out of him last week. But, goddamn, that guy won a Super Bowl. They made the playoffs no, I agree with three you. straight years. And this year they were 4-11-1. With a broken quarterback, no talent on the outside. Um, Ertz and Goddard were hurt this year. You know, like, I don't win the blame on Philadelphia for him. Um, I would have been lockstep with you. Would have been lockstep had the fiasco. Yes, because. And I think he and I and I'm starting to think he fell on the sword for that. I don't think that was his decision to make. I think that came from, you know, how he grows the general man. Yeah. Grossman, whatever Grossman, how you know. I think that came well, he's from. Gross. He's gross. That was yeah, I think that came from him. I, I don't yeah. think. I I honestly don't think. I think Doug Peterson fell on the sword there. And like I said last week, you know, when you put your coach in that position, you've signed his death wish. You've signed his death line. Because the players ain't going to play for him, and players around the league see that shit, and they're like, I ain't playing for this fucking guy. Because he was a good soldier. And whatever job he takes first, whatever job he takes, whether it's a jet job or any job, or even if it's an OC, the first question is going to be, what the fuck? 
fuck happened on Sunday night football against the Washington football team? Is he going right. to continue falling on the sword for Howie Grossman and, and Jeffrey Loria? No, he I, ain't the one I, that gave Carson Wentz a fucking ridiculous <laughs> long-term deal. You know, and the shine's kind of coming off of Howie Grossman, too, here. So, to me, so, so what's that's it, saying, you know, when, I'm going to save that my comment. job at all costs. What's that? See, when you make that comment, you know, it it goes in my mind as a player, is this the guy you want to follow? So if you're going into a new program, you know, you have a lot of explaining to do. You know, and a, a lot of warts that were on Adam Gates with the way he didn't get along with his players that followed him to the Jets. And the Jets kind of treated him that way. And he saw, like, the relationship deteriorate with Jamal Adams and him. Well, and right, you, saw so, the way he, you saw the way he treated, you know, the veteran guys. You know, is it, you know, if you're the Jets, is Doug, is Doug Peterson the right horse to hit your wagon to? Like, is he the type yeah, of guy that's going to command? I don't know. Like, like he just said, you know, well, here's he the wants question. respect from the player. Does the guy bring in a winning attitude? <clears throat> How much See, the problem with them the Jets is with, with, with them. But the problem was the problem with the Jets isn't Adam Gates, and, and I've been saying that I, I've been saying that for months. Adam Gates is the problem. It's the whole fucking organization. The whole system is fucked. It's a losing culture, and you have right. to break the losing culture by bringing in somebody who's won. Guy who's going to sit there and go. Fuck, man, we gotta, we gotta do something. Yeah, but you know, like I said, I, I, you know, we have differing opinions on this because I don't see Doug Peterson as his winning head coach. You, you know, who he reminds me of Dennis Leary in Draft Day. That's who Jeff. <laughs> that, that's who Doug Peterson reminds me of. Dennis Leary and Louis Draft Day. Yeah. But, but like, my you know, thing is this. Woody Johnson is on the Jets for 20 years, right? Like, right. 20 years of Woody Johnson. They've made the playoffs how many times? Ask Rex. He's the one that was doing it. Rex made the playoffs. Mangini made the playoffs. Herm made the playoffs. Right. That was it. So, what? Five times aggressively saying they made the playoffs? They made it twice with Rex. They made it twice with Rex. They made it in 06 with Mangini. They made it in 02 with Hearns. They may have made it in 01, too. Oh, they did make it in 01, too, as well. So, yeah, but he's still talking about a quarter, a quarter of the time that he's owned the that he owns the team. They made the playoffs. Yeah. I'm looking at it. It's three quarters of the time they've owned the team. 
they've missed the playoffs. How many times in the times he's owned the team did the Jets pick in the top ten of the draft? At least half. At least half. Okay. So you're telling me when you own by the back page of the paper, when you answer everything the Giants do with the got to grab the back page, Brett Favre, Tim Tebow, came off their year the Giants won the Super Bowl. Right? When you have, when that's your thing, you really have a losing culture. They dick Sanchez around. They dick Geno Smith around. They dick Darnold's career around. So for 11 years, yeah, they, yeah. they drafted Sanchez, they dicked first-round quarterbacks around. Well, Gino was second round. But he was uh, all right. But he should have been a first-round pick. It was it was because of that pinstripe bowl where he just like didn't give a fuck about that game. Why he fell out of the first round? But it's still a high draft pick that you dicked around. I mean, shit, they're due over <coughs> I don't draft Dustin Fields. I draft fucking Devontae Smith. You go, fuck it, at least Stop I got it, him let, a weapon. Stop it. Let him draft Let him drop number 10, please. I mean, number 11. Let that kid yeah, drop, please, for the over. love of God. That kid is not going over in fifth. And let me tell you, the Giants don't need another one of them. Because he's Another fucking shrimp. He's fast as all hell on Alabama. But I'll tell you this. He's going to be a bust. But, hell, he sells the jersey for the Jets. Dude, that kid, he's not going lower than three. Unless Miami fucking kowtows to the fucking Deshaun Watson and, and, and fucking trade makes that trade. Which then, he's still not going lower than three. What's that? that that's interesting with uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, yeah, no, look, if Miami's, if Miami's <laughs> smart, yeah, I give up the three first-rounders for uh, Deshaun Watson, and I trade them to him. And I go, okay, let's go. And then, you know, all right, cool. But dear, dear sweet Jesus, that kid's not going past top five. There's no way. Because everybody's going to look at tonight and that catch he made on the sideline where he broke off the route, caught the ball, toe tap. Fuck Jesus. There's no, no dude, the, the kid, way that kid goes 
there's no way that kid goes lowered in spot. And somebody's going to reach Dude, for him. Yeah, he was. I mean, he he's just absolutely ridiculous right now. So I asked the Jets, do you want to have to cover that kid twice a year for the next seven years if he's in Miami? Or do you not have a higher jersey? Look at him again this way. If you suck next year, you're in the top ten again. Then you draft the quarterback. Because then you know, hey, we got Sam fucking weapons. Sam still sucks. Now, if you get Sam a weapon and, oh, shit, look at Sam. All right, we'll pick up the fifth-year option. Make him earn it. And if he plays well next year, you know, we got something. Well, I honestly think that they, sh- you know, Sam has got such a raw deal where I think he should, well, he should leave the Jets. The Jets shouldn't trade him. You know, it's like, it's his, you know, he should go to where he he can go because the Jets have done him no favors, like you said. Yeah, the God Jets forbid don't the deserve Jets have Sam. a better quarterback than the Giants. I mean. Well, listen, I, I think Sam Darnold is the better quarterback between the two. Exactly. I don't think he's so that's why given, you want him out of New York. Right. Well, listen, dude, no. It, it, it's like he deserved. Like, he did yeah, his time in jail, what, and he needs I to would, be released. I agree with but you. But that's that, not going to happen. You know that. Yeah. But you know what? Sam hasn't helped himself. You know, the mono last year, it's always hurt. Honestly, what are you going to get for him? If you move on from him as a New York Jets. Right now? Yeah, right now. Maybe what a second round pick? Yeah. Maybe second? No. Not giving it not giving him up for a two. <coughs> so if you're not getting a one for him. Even if it's a late one. I roll the dice with him next I draft Devontae Smith. I roll the dice one more year with him because you have that option. You have him for two more years. You can pick up that fifth-year option and say, hey, we're going to get you. We're going to spend money. We're going to get some offensive linemen in here. We're going to get you some weapons. And then let's go. If there was ever a chance, ever a chance to rebuild Darnold, it's right now. Because you have the cap space. You you have the draft picks. You know, what do you need right now? You need an offensive weapon to go with um, Sims, right? And you know, Sims, Smith, and, uh, and Crowder, that's a nice three. Sure. That's a nice but set of white receivers. But you need and, the one and, guy. Exactly. This and can Smith be that one guy? guy. He's showing it right now. Um, then you can draft the running back late, draft offensive linemen, sign you know, you players know, you for your defense. You can find a running back. Running backs are a time it does. You can find them. Right. Well, you can draft the dude. Draft, draft the running back because it's cheaper. 
you know, spend your money on, you know, spend your spend your money on actual, you know, linemen, you know, defensive side of the ball. Get some linebackers. Get some secondary players in there. You know, focus your money on that. You know, draft the offense. And I agree with you. I totally agree with you. You know, let Sam, let's see what Sam can actually do with actual NFL talent. Yeah. You know, it it didn't work out with Le'Veon Bell because Gates didn't want Le'Veon Bell. He used him the wrong way. No, because who does want Le'Veon Bell? He's a fucking cancer. Well, I guess anybody from Pittsburgh, and we'll get to Pittsburgh in a second. Uh, Anyone from Pittsburgh that comes out of that team is a cancer. Yeah. So, do you want to start rolling with this wild card, super wild card weekend? And that's a and that's a culture problem there, which is led by big time their head coach. And look, I big time. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing: if if this shit didn't come out this year with Juju, I don't even have a problem with what Claypool said today. Like, you're asking, this guy said something in the heat of the moment, you know, day after they lost, after they were 11 and 0. I have no problem with what he said. You know, I don't think he's a, a culture problem. I think that's a kid who played his ass off this year that legitimately can't say our fucking quarterback sucks. That's a team that needs to fire your head coach. But it ain't going to happen because the goddamn Roonies don't fire anybody. Because the media there kissed Tomlin's ass. And I don't know why. He creates problems in the locker room. You know, they win in the regular season. But, I mean... What is going on in the, in the drinking water out there for the wide receivers? I mean, you can go all the way back to Plexico and San Antonio home. You know, keep going through Heinz Ward. Well, Heinz Ward wasn't a problem there. Holmes wasn't a problem <laughs> there. Oh, what do those three guys have in common? Fucking Bill Cowher. This dumb shit going on under Bill Cower. No Facebook Live. Troy Palomalo. Heinz Ward sure as fuck wasn't letting that shit go on. And Bettis wasn't letting this shit go on. It's all under Tomlin. Les Bell, A.B., Juju. I can't believe the pouncey... Fucking pouncy lets this shit go on. Well, he's too busy snapping the ball over the head. But again, I, I, I don't put this on. I put this squarely on the shoulders of that organization and Mike Collins.
Okay, so you ready to run it down? Because we'll get to Pittsburgh. Okay. We'll get to Pittsburgh later. You, you ready to run down uh, this Super Bowl, I mean, this Super Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, sure. All right, first game, Buffalo and the Colts. Frank Wright cost the Indianapolis Colts a chance to advance. They were the better team on Saturday. They absolutely so were. Sad. It was, you know, for, you know, that organization in Indy, Frank Wright has done a hell of a job. They just, he cost them the game. Yeah, I think this is one of those over-managing situations. Yeah. I think hey, he was... Inside you know, the 10, first half, kick the ball. Go for the points. Hit you know, the points. Sometimes people get... On the field and it's me. I think people's coach scared. It, it, they're aggressive, but they're actually coaching scared. Because I think in, in that... With that whole thing, it, it was they lost yardage on third down, did they not? Yeah. So if it's fourth, if it's fourth and goal, and you lose yardage, and so I think it, it was like fourth and three, or it was four to yeah, four yards to get right. No, so it's So it's like it's not like it's fourth and one, and you almost got in, and you're going for it. It's like, why would you go for it at that point? You know, once again, the numbers and the yeah, analytics and, aren't on your side. And Blankenship, and, and I hate analytics. But Blank, well, Blankenship, I mean, look, Blankenship didn't miss a kick. I mean, Blankenship didn't so miss goggles. a kick, but that was in the second half. Uh, leave, this is respect, <laughs> That kid's a fucking stud. And he's going to be a damn good <laughs> kicker for a really long time. Respect the specs. But I look at that as this, you know. He looks like he looks like he, Private Joker. Yeah, sometimes they sometimes you just overcoach a game. It doesn't need to be overcoached. And I think that's what happened here. Like he was, he was aggressive, but he was coaching scared aggressive. I think Cause it's like he's so. I, I guess you know he's like, oh, it's football. They're scoring what? 30-plus points a game, and they almost got here on that. Yeah. But uh, he's thinking that he and needs I, touchdowns and field goals. And I still go back to what I said about Pete Carroll in Super Bowl 49. He was a genius at the end of the first half when they scored the touchdown. He's not an idiot because he, you know, they didn't run the ball with Marshawn Lynch. Because if you remember that game, and everybody remembers those, you know, the Malcolm Butler pick. The part that people forget is, is that the Patriots' defensive line was not letting Marshawn Lynch run up the middle. You know, High made a great play on the play before it, which set it up, and Will Fork was going to eat him for lunch on the next one. Pete Carroll in that game just did not know. Pete Carroll in close in close playoff games, which leads us into the second game. Um, terrible coach. 
and he is one of those guys that he lets them, the players, run the run the ship, and private first private first classes are not captains of the ship. You knew that game was going to get chippy. You knew that game was going to get ugly. But Jamal Adams did was downright fucking dirty. Yes. Should be getting a FedEx package from the NFL League office this week, man. Like, you owe us some money. Um, but that team, I don't think that – look, Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. I don't think the players on that team respect him. I really don't. I, think, I, I don't think that's ever changed. I, I When you look at Russ, you think, you know, like, before he made it, before he made it big, you kind of <laughs> you kind of root for the guy, you know? But now he's like the superstar no, prima donna with Jerry Curl and his Sierra. And, go off at the end of everything. and He's a right. fraud. He's Derek. He's he's the base. He's the football version of Derek Jeter. He's a fucking Fight your face. fraud. Fight your face. No, Derek Jeter. We're not talking baseball fraud. today. Fight your face. No, I, I know that, but I'm just saying he's nothing. He's he's the football version of Derek Jeter. He's a fucking your fraud. Face. Don't say it. Right, whatever. Y'all can suck that guy's dick all you want. He's a fucking fraud. No, but that that was a horrible play by Jamal Adams. Um. What was the story of Wilford uh, going forward? Is, is he is he done done or I don't know. I mean, he's back in the stadium at the end of the game, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to play this Sunday, but you know, I look. I think Jared Goff going in the cold as fuck Green Bay, where it's supposed to snow. Yeah, okay. With a bad thumb. Give me the factors and the points. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I mean, Derrick Henry did shit against the fucking Packers, and Derrick Henry's five times better than any any running back that running back that LA has. All right. I shit it on two games this week, and that was one of the games I shit it on. You know, I just thought the Seahawks with Russell was going to be better. I thought it was an equal game in terms of the teams, and I thought. The one thing that that would uh, carry over would be Wilson versus Woodall and Al Golf. You know, fuck me in the ass, and that that just got me pretty bad. So, you know, that that was one of the disappointments for the weekend for me. Oh, that was a good game, though. Other than you know, that was Jared a boring Goff game. Like for fifth, it was a boring. Well, see, I like I like watching good defensive football. And let me tell you, until Aaron Donald got hurt, the Seahawks had no answers for him. But like I said last week, you know, the part of the the thing about the, um, you know, the Seahawks that I was worried about wasn't their defense. It was their offense. You know? Yeah, I think uh, Russ threw 13 passes to Metcalf. And he only came out with six or seven. You yeah. know, it, it, it was a one-trick pony show. And, yeah. you, know, it, you know, Ramsey shut him down. You know, I, I, 
Uh oh. Yeah, the guy behind me. Wasn't me. We have radio's first arrest. No, it's an ambulance. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Ramsey absolutely shut him down. I know he got the one touchdown, but, you know, Ramsey put on a show. Um, The show will not continue this week, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, TV 12 put up 31. You know, that, yeah, that, that football team. Let me tell you, Tampa that, Bay's defense stinks. Yeah. You know, TV12 had to do everything he possibly could for them to win that game. Um, their defense stinks. I mean, they'll get White back this week. Right, look, they've lost to the Saints twice this year. There's a reason for why they lost to the Saints twice this year. But has Tom Brady ever lost to the same team three times in a season? No. Like I get, I get it. What I, I think the better team is the Saints. But can you bet against the odds and have Tom Brady lose to the same team three times in one season? Um, you know, it's in a controlled environment. You know, it's, it's in the yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, I, I don't I know. Can. You know why? Because of Bruce Arians, uh, Todd Bowles, and Byron Leftwich. They are the three worst coaches I've ever fucking seen on one team. Arians looks like a fucking douche. Byron Leftwich yeah. is like, fuck, Tom Brady's like in the PhD classes. And fucking Byron Leftwich is fucking Ted Mosby trying to teach introduction to fucking architecture. <laughs> Leftwich is trying to teach introductory courses, and Brady's like, fuck you, dude. But Brady's never lost to Jack Del Rio in the playoffs, and that's the closest game the fuck, closest games have ever fucking been. So, you know... I, Tyler Haneke, man, good job. Like, great job by them. But, you know, that was the you team know, that was playing with the house's money. They had nothing to lose. Like, playing with their COVID quarterback. <laughs> what the fuck is a COVID I mean, you, quarterback? I don't know. Hey, hey I, I look at it this guy just for the hell of it. Yeah, and... It, and it, unfortunately, because Alex Smith, I think Alex Smith's career is over. Like, kudos to him for coming back. Congratulations on being player, like comeback player of the year. Well, um, it was real. Point. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, you, you, you proved your point. You know. You, yeah. Exactly. I agree with you. I'm locked up with that as well. Yeah. You know. Kudos to you. You know. Yeah. Hell of a career. You got nothing else to play for, buddy. And look, if but, um, the red if that's the gonna be a scary thing next year. No, I think I don't so. think so. You know, is Ron Rivera fully in charge? That's what you're gonna. Yeah, you know, if he is fully in charge, 
then watch out. If Snyder's still, you know, playing his games, then they'll be the same Redskins. Um, oops. Football team. Um, I don't care that Ron is in charge there. Right? You know, that defensive line is going to be it's going to be good for a few years now. But they have glaring, glaring problems on the offensive side of the ball. Is Logan Thomas going to give you the same year he gave you this year? No. Over his head. Yeah. I mean, Terry McLaurin's really good, but I, I don't. I don't sit there he's and not go, elite. He's a guy. No. He could be. He's I mean, solid, he's got the elite. He's solid number two. Yeah, and he's you can build around two, that. He's up. a stretch one. But. You know, he, he's got elite speed. And elite speed, <laughs> it, it's tough. You know, I, that guy can catch a slant and take it to the house. I mean, that, that's just what he is. I, I don't – look, depends on who they get as a quarterback next year. If they bring in Cam Newton, suck ass for a fucking – for the year. I mean, you really are going to be afraid of Cam fucking Newton on that team? You're going to be afraid no. of Cam Newton, period? Oh, nope. so you can't say like, oh, they're gonna be, they're gonna be dangerous. The fuck, they're not. They still need a quarterback. I mean, is it gonna be Kyle Allen? Fuck this. No. So, Heineken. you know, in saying something, he fuck him. He had a great game because nobody's ever seen him play. There's a reason. Yeah, it's a damn good reason why that kid was in grad school. But look at Tampa. I mean, Tampa won that game with one running back and, and Rojo not playing. And the third string kid they had, <laughs> he's lucky he ever fucking sees the field again under Tom Brady. That, that'd be like similar to that fucking great Peyton Manning, Austin Collie story. <laughs> I was told by Pat McAfee, you not me. And outside of Antonio Brown, the receivers did not show up on Sunday. I mean, Godwin had some drops, but Godwin also made some big plays. Um, they forgot that number yeah, but eight, seven dro- was on the field. Yeah, he was dropping too many easy but, balls. But I will say this. The job. That hamburger helper hand has in blocking. Holy shit, is Rob Gronkowski the greatest tight end that's ever played this game? You could say, yeah. he may still be the best one in the league. You could say anything you want about fucking Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, the only thing he's ever blocked is me on Twitter. That's it. That dude cannot block. George Kittle cannot block. Rob Gronkowski can block. And he can catch, and he's, and he looks faster. And guess what? Um, he's going to get some, he's going to get his against New Orleans. Because they don't have to worry about 
you know, four stud defensive linemen. Next. <coughs> Next. <coughs> My disappointment game number two. Baltimore and Tennessee. Lamar um, finally gets the win. I don't know what you're disappointed in. I mean, I'm disappointed that Tennessee didn't win the football game. But you know what? Kudos to Baltimore for devising a game plan to beat Derrick Henry and and put the game in Ryan Tannehill's hands. And the same thing I've been saying about Ryan Tannehill is, oh, he's really great when Derrick Henry's running the ball all over the fucking place. When he has to win the game for you. <laughs> he's still Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill <laughs> is at his best when they have a he has a Jimmy Garoppolo ten times throwing the football. They were this not letting so much. Henry run. Yeah, they they just had you know they got you know I, I was listening to um, I think it was uh, Greenberg and he said it perfectly. They got punked. You know, they absolutely got punked. They got out physical. Uh, they got bullied. Rex Ryan said Baltimore it. won their fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, it's... You know, I, I just got to shake my head because it was... It was just one of those completely, honestly, shocking games to me. Like, I, listen, I'll give Lamar credit. You know, he ran very good that day. You know, he really had, you know, he was on a different team. But then again, Tennessee's defense had its problems. Right? Like, that was the Achilles heel of that team. And, you know, they – you can't play man against Baltimore because once the guy – once the – TVs turn their backs. Lamar's gone. He's yeah. a fucking running back. Like he's not a. Please don't anybody ever say he's a quarterback. He's a running back who throws the ball once in a while. He's Listen, not a great. You can see it. You know, he he overshoots receivers a lot. You know, he's not very accurate. You know, no. <laughs> he he made a couple decent throws, but. Is he, you know, he earned MVP last year because of what he did statistically. I get it, but I do not see greatness when and I look last at Lamar year wasn't, and, and And look, he won the MVP last year because really it wasn't a great year for quarterbacks. Right. I mean, he won the MVP because Mahomes missed three games. I mean, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP if he plays all fucking. Let's 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 not, you know, let's not get it twisted. You know, and, and you know, Aaron Rodgers was just learning a Flint system. So, yeah, you know, Aaron Rodgers had a down to, year, which was which was a which was a career best year for most quarterbacks. You know, if he would have had you his know. year last year and his name would not have been Aaron Rodgers, 
you would have seen that person well, get a lot that, more play. Yeah. Yeah, it's the problem with Aaron Rodgers, though. Right? Aaron Rodgers is a victim of his own success. And, I mean, you really look at it. Like, you know, Tom's been able to do it. Drew Brees has been able to do it. They've taken six and ten football teams, won double-digit games, and, and, and gotten by it. And you're like, holy shit, this team's really good. No, they really suck. But Aaron Rodgers and Tom and, and Drew are just that fucking good. Like, you know, like I, I said this today, which leading into, well, we're not even there yet, but, you know, it has to do with the Steelers. They were 11-0, <laughs> but they were, the, they were the worst 11-0 team I've ever fucking seen. Just like last year, the 8-0 Patriots were the worst 8-0 football team I've ever fucking seen. They were terrible. Their defense looked really well, but, good against guys like fucking Josh Rosen and fucking, you know, they, they were terrible. Danny Dimes is like fourth start. Yeah, and Giants almost beat them then too with no Saquon. The only good team they beat last year was Cleveland, and they were a fucking dumpster fire in that 8-0 and stretch. They weren't yeah, that good. They knew they weren't that good. My, That's why they thought they traded two for Mohamed Snoop. But I look at Pittsburgh and I go, fuck, you suck. Your quarterback's dick. We're not there yet. You have no running game to speak of. Your offensive line there. is fucking twisty. Okay. You really want to go on Pittsburgh. I do, because I fucking hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, how you hate oh, we'll the Cowboys that. and the Eagles and the Redskins, that is how I feel for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm, I'm not far off. Fuck yeah, that. I'm there with you. Okay. Mediocre Mitch Can we and say the Nick- uh, Nickelodeon MVP Mitch. Um... Look, that game, I've never seen a game change on one play in my life. Yeah. Other than that one. That drop touchdown in the end zone where the, where the ball hit the dude in the stomach and the dick. I, fuck, man. Like, and let me tell you, New Orleans is right for the picking yesterday. Bears defense played I mean, really well. <laughs> that was... Probably one of the top passes that I've ever seen not get caught. Drop. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mitch, that was probably the best pass of Mitch's career. The only but drop look, that I've seen worse. I've seen two drops worse. With West, one West was Welker a, one was a un- Nope. Nope. <laughs> Unnecessary roughness with Featherstone. And the replacement. Those are the only two <laughs> worth <laughs> Franklin. Those are the only two well, drops I'll, that I'll, I'll give you worse. I, I will that. give you two real real life examples. Evan Ingram this year against the Eagles and Wes Welker against the Giants yes. in the Super Bowl. And third yeah. on that is Dion Branch on the next fucking play. That everybody forgets that Deion Branch had a first down and fucking just fucking Edward Scissorhands the ball. 
Um, yeah, but no, that, I agree and with you. that was the game. That, that was the that game. Drop absolutely just killed, killed Chicago. Killed it. Oh, and, I, and the other I thing that the touch, Chicago didn't do I well love the touchdown. Hold on. I love the touchdown slime. Uh, I am not a big fan of SpongeBob, but I love the touchdown slime. I love it. Uh, you know what? I thought, and I tweeted this to um, Noah Eagle and Nate Burleson, and, and Noah liked the tweet. I, and I said this to you guys yesterday. There is no reason why every league should not have a game of the week for kids. There's no reason. Yesterday no. was the most fun I've had watching a football game, and I couldn't tell you how long. I enjoyed the shit out of that game. Nate trying to, like, you know, squeezing every goddamn Nickelodeon show became a little bit much at one point. But when he dropped the Legends for the Hidden Temple reference, I was like, all right, you got me back, Nate. I mean, all somebody had to do was get hurt, come back in a game, and they'd be like, Guts, do you have it? The Internet usually yeah, but- does not, you know, majority go nuts for something and like it. The internet yesterday was enthralled with that game. They fucking loved that game. Well, and let's see what the DBS Remember, does. This, the is Super Bowl. this is all about copycats. This is all about copycats. Let's not forget. If... Let's not forget. CBS has the Super Bowl. I wonder. If they said, oh, shit, this is a real great success, let's do it again. This should legitimately be, now, look, I understand the playoffs are a little bit harder, you know, but in all seriousness, I, I there should be a game a week for kids. I think it, it should happen, I, you know. Just think about, like, the cool stuff you can do with hockey after scoring a goal. You know, home runs in baseball. You know, you're right. You know, it's it's copycat leagues out there. Once people see that they had this much success, and, you know, I think a lot of leagues take themselves too seriously. And they're afraid to do something. uh, They're afraid to upset the old wife. Right. Like, the NBA so, should do this every fucking week. There should be a game yeah. every week. Right? Like, be, I don't know okay. if Noah Eagle can call a hockey game, but Noah Eagle could. Noah Eagle's already the radio voice of the Clippers. He could do an NBA game every week. And you don't have to yeah. show, like, the great teams. Like, this is how you build the league. Everybody gets one kid's game. I mean, I think the fact that there's no more inside stuff, there's no more fucking cool shots. Like, the fact that the leagues did away with those shows was stupid. Big time. And the best part, you do it Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Where the kids are there. I mean, shit, 
the NHL just announced, and we'll get to the NHL. We're doing this Wednesday night, right? The hockey Wednesday. preview? Wednesday, yep. Right? Because, like, yeah, I guess. Yep. But, like, the NHL has two games on Lake Tahoe. That'd be fucking perfect. Three o'clock puck drops. Have fucking SpongeBob drop the puck. I don't give a fuck. Build your audience. I saw it. There were kids, like, parents of, like, Adam Shine. He's like, my kids are absolutely loving this. You know, and you know what? Yeah, How many people turned off Jim Nance and put that game on? It was more entertaining. You know, Nate did, you, I mean, of the two of us, you have kids. Did your kids enjoy watching that game? No. Even with all the they Nintendo shit going on? Oh. They weren't. Yeah. They, all right. You know, they they were off doing other things in my life. You know, they <coughs> my family they don't like football. So no. when I go into football mode, they kind of do other things, and so you know they kind of left me alone, which was fine. You know, but once again, if they were here and they saw like all the fun things that they see the slime cannons going off, and all the other yeah. cool things and the cool graphics, you know. Football lends itself to really cool graphics with, you know, a marriage of graphics between football and uh, Nickelodeon. So it was actually really cool how they how they did that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, seriously, they, they really should, Saturday afternoon, you know, baseball season, Saturday afternoon, let's have that game for the kids. Uh, for hockey, you can do Sunday afternoon. Well, no. Well, Sunday afternoon they they were doing the NBC. Well, they can do devote one game. Yeah, you know, one and game. If, 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 and it doesn't have to be the game of Saturday. The week. Exactly. But hockey can get Saturday. Let basketball get Sunday. You know, devote yeah, this. It, you know, build it up. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't even have to do a game every week. Do a game a month. Like, do something. Because I think Can if you did it every week. I... With uh, the NBA, Luka Doncic shooting the three, net goes on fire. Oh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, no, cool I think... shit like that. Yeah, and I think <laughs> the biggest thing, like, the leagues have to do is just be like, all right, cool. And then... And it was perfect. Nate has a Nate Burleson has such energy and such passion, right? Like you, you really do need a guy. You know, you need somebody who's a father to do it, right? And a young father, like a younger. You know, Nate's in his now thirties. Yeah, like, a hipster. Nate. Yeah, Nate has such energy and such enthusiasm and Nate was perfect and and Noah Eagle I mean I had to look up the kid's 24 years old I remember Noah when his dad would bring him the jet preseason games like Noah's been around for a long time you know in, in my world because you know I've known Ian for 20 fucking years 
But, like, those guys just, god damn, it was fun. Like, I, I'm sure it'd be hard. Clippers, right? Yeah, he's already the Clippers radio guy. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, you know, like, you have to go and find, like, a kid that beat you that calls, like, Terrier Hockey. But, like, find people who are youthful and, and you know, younger. Christ. Exuberant. Younger. Yeah, guys who don't care, you know, who, guys who can sit there and explain what's going on. I Noah Eagle did a tremendous job of that yesterday. And the young Sheldon thing explained the penalties. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> and his little anecdotes at the end were fucking. I, I've never watched an, an episode of Young Sheldon. I never. I've watched probably forty minutes of Big Bang Theory, and it's mostly in commercials that I, I've ever seen in my life. But I was like, man, I almost want to watch this show because at least it's funny. Um, the Big Bang is very funny. I, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not into it. I, you know, like Kelly Coloco, I'm into, but you know that I'm not. But well, who isn't in there? <laughs> oh yeah. You know, and David from fucking Roseanne. But like the thing is, is like you kind of need this for these leagues because you know what you're doing. You've done like. Little League bait when when ESPN does the Little League World Series, it is such a fucking great thing to watch because you get like Grandpa Rossi was phenomenal, HR was phenomenal, Jessica Mendoza is phenomenal there. Like you need that <laughs> to grow the game. A-Rod is phenomenal with this because he's got energy. Like, I, I just don't understand these leagues and going, oh, we got to be buttoned up. No, shut the fuck up. No, you don't have to be buttoned up. Just have fun. Make the game fun. Who gives a shit what, you know, especially with hockey, who gives a shit what the Canadian purists think? Fuck them. They're not, they're ruining they're not the, the ones driving the dollar. No, and, and, and that fucking rat fuck Pierre Maguire is killing the fucking sport of hockey. That dude needs to just go the fuck away. He is killing the sport. And nobody wants to fucking realize it. He knows a ton of shit. He's a fucking, he's killing the game. The players don't like him. The players fucking hate Pierre Maguire. And yet, what do you say every fucking week? Pierre fucking McGuire. Pierre. Yeah. New Jersey, which is the funniest fucking thing. Ford and Englewood. With a name like Pierre. All right, well, we're on the last game here. You ready to get into it? You want to... uh, two minutes to get into the house, so I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs while I'm walking up my walkway. <laughs> well, you want to go ice skating? Yeah, it's cold there. <laughs> no, I just well, don't while, while feel you, like... While, while you're doing that, you know, we'll get a little baseball in here. 
Lindor to of the Mets. I like it. You know, great move for them. You know, great player. You know, they gave up not much, I don't think. Nothing. Now the question is, are they going to sign him long term? It looks like Lindor is open to it. Um, Hopefully this is a Mookie bet, uh, bet situation where they make the trade and then they focus on signing the player. This is not the same old Mets, hopefully. And I'm a Yankee fan. You know, to me, um, um, you know, to me, I, I kind of look at it as to make that deal, you already had to have conversation. Yeah, that would be tampering. Yes. You could have talked to the agent. No, oh, it's not tampering. Because the Mets have been working on this deal since November. Now you wonder if Cleveland gave him permission to talk. Well, here's the thing. I don't... Yeah, they would have had to have. Or... You already have a standing relationship with his agent. His agent is probably in the loop. Would have definitely said, hey, if this gets done, how long after this do we talk about everything? Yeah, but now I'm scared with uh, DJ because I, I don't know if DJ LeMahieu right now is going to be a Yankee. It looks like they're just waiting around, just sticking them, you know, just holding them there, holding them there, and not committing. You know, a month ago I would have said yes to that. Right now, I, it's hard for me to say yes to it. This would be one of those things where this is where the Yankees bite themselves. Like, at some point, you got. Hello? Are you there? No, you're not. Well, I guess he'll be calling in a second. Uh, but yeah, no, with, with uh... <coughs> there we go. So you were saying? Um, I think that I, I think it's just a point where the Yankees have to stop dicking around the player. Yeah. <coughs> You know, and this is what's going to bite them in the ass on this, because if they really wanted him, they, he'd be there. You know, this just opens the door for him to take a below market deal. 
you guys don't want me, yeah. I'll go somewhere else. And you know, to, I will cut my nose to spite my face. Because yeah. everything that you hear about about this guy, it's not about the money with him. No. You know, he wants the respect and he wants to know that he's wanted. And, you know, Artie Yankee's going to do that to him. You know, do they want him? You know, and I think I told you in the beginning of the off season, I love DJ LeMahieu, yeah. but I don't know if he's going. It, I don't know if having him on the team is the best thing for the Yankees. And the reason being, Torres needs to go from second to short. You know, defensively, he was the shits last year. You know, offense. I think it affected his offense. Um, I think Torres is a superstar in, uh, yeah. in waiting here. He's that next level of baseball. And, you know, you got to move him over to second base. Hopefully that will make him feel comfortable where he can produce again. Um, by moving him to second base, get yourself a good shortstop. I would love to have Lindor here. Uh, and he would have been the ideal replacement. However, sign Simmons for one year and take your crack at the free agent class next year where you have Seeger and Lindor and Correa. I don't think you know you, I don't think Lindor I don't think Lindor's gonna be on the market. I don't think Seeger's gonna be on the market. I I think a lot of guys are gonna get deals done because again, the players association was waiting for this offseason. They were waiting for it. They wanted to see what the owners were going to do. Were the owners going to pony up the bucks, right? And granted, it's a COVID world. And they have I get it. that. And they have it. It's the same as they did two years ago. Well, at some point, if there's a work stop, see, like, the only – this is what the owners are banking on right now. Right, the owners are banking on that the players do the same thing they did after twenty after two thousand after nine eleven. Oh, we can't take baseball away from people. Baseball people don't care about baseball. Right, so the the owners are thinking that the players are going to blink, like they did two years ago or twenty years ago now. The players are not going to blink this time because you dicked them around for fucking five years. Right now, do you know what's what's stopping a lot of shit? Is that the owners and the players who both want something are both trying to get something out of the other one. Both of them want the DH. And they're fighting over money. So instead of just saying, hey, you know what, we both want this. Let's just get it done so that now there's good faith. No, don't even do that. Because baseball's owners suck. And Rob Manford's an idiot who hates baseball. Okay. Now All right. Uh, before we go, before we go there, fifty-two mm-hmm. twenty-four is the final on Alabama and Ohio State. Congrats, Alabama. Josh Fields had a shitty game. First time Nick Saban has covered in the national championship game. Hallelujah. 
Uh, Devontae Smith, 12 catches, 215, three touchdowns. Matt Jones. Matt Smith. Jones, sorry. 464 yards. yards. <laughs> I put them. He was like, suck it, NFL. <laughs> Josh Field, too? Yeah, pretty much. Be careful with Ohio State quarterbacks. Be careful. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope eventually yep. something changes. But no, it won't. It won't. You know why it won't? Because he has way too much talent on that team. They'll never play with that much, as much talent. And Ryan Day, terrible fucking fucking football coach. All right, so we got 20 minutes left. It's going to be all mm-hmm. Pittsburgh all the time. All <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yep. So I will let you lead off. I feel like I've done it a few times. We touched it a few times, but now is where we get Mm -hmm. the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. What a dumpster fire. What a dumpster fire. What a dumpster fire. What a dumpster fire. What a fucking dumpster fire they are because of their head coach. Can you, can you tell me again what, what they are? The fucking dumpster fire. Do you have anything here in our audio clips to signify an explosion and a dumpster fire? I think there's a toilet flush. We need, you need, to download an audio clip going forward of a dumpster fire. And we need to use that when we get to certain teams like Pittsburgh. They that game yesterday had all the earmarks of that Seahawks Denver Super Bowl. I mean, granted, like complete to like how the game started. To me, the problem starts with they were eleven and zero paper tigers. Right, those guys were feeling themselves. Juju's making TikToks, dancing on logos, which is cool when you're winning, not when you're losing. For all intents and purposes, as much as people like Juju Smith-Schuster, Juju is not very likable. He is a fraud, an absolute fraud. And when you look at Pittsburgh, I I honestly believe that those teams in the early half of the last decade, Stop. you know, the, the Le'Veon teams, the, the Antonio Brown teams, to me, those teams are good enough to win Super Bowls. <laughs> I mean, this was like set they, up they, for Mike Tomlin. Look, this Mike year was set up for Mike Tomlin. One, one Super Bowl. Tomlin only has one. Yeah. Right. And it was with Bill Cowher. It's, 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 right. It's a crying shame. 
I don't know about that. Well, I don't know if it's crying look, shame. For, for the talent that they had, they should have won absolutely more than one Super Bowl, and that's a shame. No, no, because they ran into not the they ran into the Patriots, they ran into Denver, they ran into Baltimore. I mean, really think about it. The years that Tomlin's gone to the Super Bowl, right? The two years he went, they played a, an overmatched um, Arizona team. Shouldn't even have been there, right? And Tom Brady was hurt with a team that was, you know, went eleven and five without him, which probably. Probably goes like fourteen and two, fifteen and one with them. You know, twenty ten was the West Welker feet team with the Jets, where the Patriots lose and they beat a really bad Jet team in a game where you know they got up big early. Jets kind of came back. Jets should have probably won that game, too. So, no, I don't know. I don't know how big of a disservice it is to them. I I think it's – I think a lot of the problems why they don't win is because of them. And it's because of Tomlin. And it's because those teams aren't well put together. I mean, yeah, yeah, listen, you know, I am I, definitely not a fan of the style in which Tomlin does. And, you know, I think uh, I forgot who it was that quoted today on uh, our text message there. You know, Brian. Pe- yeah, people are afraid to criticize Tomlin. It's just like how conservatives, conservatives are afraid to say something on, on social media is because they'll be labeled a racist. You mm-hmm. know, and I think Tomlin is a good coach. I think he I is... You know, I, I look at him, I look at Marvin Lewis. You know, a, a better version of Marvin Lewis. You know, a, co- a coach who okay, consistently gets his, te- gets his team, you know, to 9-10 wins. Hold you on. know, he consistently gets them there. Hold on. Let me ask you this question. Did uh-huh. Marvin Lewis ever have the amount of talent that the Pittsburgh Steelers have had? Yes. No. Dude, Chris, listen, Chris, he had good quarterbacks. Palmer and, and Dalton. Uh-huh. He, had great, he had great receivers with A.J. Green, Muhammad, um, Ocho Cinco, like, they had offensive talent. So they were just as offensively talented no. as any team in the league. No, it was good. No, I, I, I think they were definitely a you. good team. No. Now, I'm sorry to say this, but no. They were never... They never had the wagons that the Pittsburgh Steelers have had. The Killer B days, they were fucked. That team was a wagon. 
No, I I can agree with that. It was about themselves. But but you can't you can't sit here and say that Cincinnati Cincinnati didn't have good teams because they I'm definitely have they had have good, good teams. teams. No no no, Angel, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they didn't have good teams. I'm saying they never had the teams that Pittsburgh had. Pittsburgh had some fucking wagons in their ears. And let's not forget, you had Pittsburgh, you had Baltimore. Cincinnati was playing for third place every year and still made the playoffs. Right. You had Pittsburgh and Baltimore win Super Bowls. They didn't. Why? Because they never had great quarterback play. <coughs> yeah, I can definitely agree with you there. Has it been great quarterback play? No, but, you know, their quarterbacks were not, were generally not the reason why they lost. Andy Dalton was the reason you know, lost. I I think it was Marvin Lewis the reason why they lost. A lot of the way, you know, Lewis. No, you got to remember. I, I, think, I, I think you'll agree with me on this. Lewis has the same style as Tomlin, whereas they no, not even close. Their teams, their teams are not well disciplined. You know, their teams are not well disciplined. Okay, in that respect, in that respect, I agree with you. Okay. They weren't well disciplined. But they had, like, a couple guys who weren't well disciplined. Vontez Burfick, Pac-Man Jones. And that was down. Wasn't undisciplined. Liam Hendricks agrees to three-year, $54 million deal with the White Sox. Breaking. Yeah, it, it's nice. It's not the, uh, you know, when you look at relief pitching, you have to realize that this kid is 34, 35. And he signed uh, a big motherfucking And he signed a three-year, $54 million deal. And he wasn't good until two years ago when he signed with Oakland. So that's mm. a very scary contract if I'm Chicago. If, you, if you're getting the, mm. the, the dude who turned the corner and pitched the way he pitched the last two years, it's a great sign. Mm. Yeah. But if you get the guy who reverts even a quarter of the way back to where he used to be, then that's a shit contract going forward. But luckily, it's only a three-year deal. But they're a team that's all in. See, Brad Hand would probably have been a better pickup for them because Brad Brad Hand has been consistently good to excellent the last five years. Like it's surprising that Cleveland and this shows you that they would take anything for Lindor. You know, they are cutting payroll and they um, went ahead and they just waived this guy. You know, he had one year of $10 million for this season, and they just let him go. Um, but Brad Hand would probably have been better investment in terms of that money because he's been the better player, you know, over a longer period of time. Yeah. 
But, you know, when you're in a division where you see him all the time, maybe you see his flaws. But, you know, getting I mean, that's what it comes down to. You know, I think the way, like, I thought, because before the whole Facebook Live thing, you really didn't see much in terms of the stupidity that was going on in Pittsburgh. And I was like, hey, you know what? I always thought hey, that if was you were paying attention, if you if you were paying attention, you knew about it. Yeah, I wasn't. No. Yeah, it's I, just like the thing with Ben. You know, you gotta think about it. You're talking about you know, you go back to the thing with Ben, you know, in, in Georgia and wherever else he fucking did it. Right? But like right. in the at the bottom line is you know, you're sitting here talking about those teams won in spite of Tomlin. Right? Like, we all had the wool pull, pulled over our eyes last year because of how Webb and AB acted. Right? Oh, man. Right. Tomlin's put up with all this bullshit. Man, he really is not that terrible of a coach. And now you realize the bullshit's still going on and he's still there. And those guys are. And you go, fuck, maybe he's the problem. Because here's how this will work in Pittsburgh. They'll fire the fucking coordinators. Right? This is exactly how this is going to fucking work in Pittsburgh. They're going to fire the coordinators and he's going to keep his job. Because why? The Roonies don't fire anybody. Okay? So that's what's going to happen. The bigger problem is is that what do they do going forward? They need a new quarterback. Ben's done. Right? Ben's gone. Ben, this, this, I hate to see Ben go out this way because Ben has been a tremendous quarterback in the NFL. I don't care about his off-field shit. I really don't. It, that, that's not for me to worry about. I can only care about what's on the field because I'd be a hypocrite if I fucking starts in there going, you know, oh, he's a shitty football player because he's a fucking rapist. Whatever. Right? That's not the way I roll. I, I don't do it. I'll make fun of it, but that's not how I roll. Ben has been a tremendous fucking quarterback in this league for a very long time. That's not how he should have went out with a team he shouldn't have went out on. That that, that whole fucking team starts and well, ends with what, Next year, I think his his cap hit is going to be 43, right? Yep, 42. Yeah, so Two the question is... Big. Well, yeah, he's gone. first off, that has to get... Yeah. Well, he's pretty, he, he might just restructure yeah. that. Yeah, restructure or not. Why wouldn't you restructure if you're him? Why would you restructure it if you're them? Restructuring it is the same thing New England did with Brady's deal. All you're doing now is kicking the money down the road. It's why New Orleans is in the position they are with all these fucking deals. Because all they do is kick the can down the road. Oh, we'll worry about the salary cap when we get to it. Okay, great. Now the salary cap's right up against it. And the show game has million. to stop at some point. Oh. And the show game at some point has to fucking stop. That's the point we're at now with them. Legitimately, that's the point you're at with them. And the Steelers have been doing the same fucking thing. By the way, 
they still have to pay guys like Minka Fitzpatrick. But when does uh, TJ come up? Buy... TJ, another one. Let's not forget, that defense is really good. And so Bud Dupree got hurt. Bud Dupree's injury side derailed their season. You know, for somebody who's well, clean, to say derail, like really, you know, <laughs> not good. <laughs> kind of like yelling. No, no, no. But losing Bud Dupree hurt them because Bud Dupree is one of the best players they got in that fucking team. Even though I do have to say, Derailed was one of my favorite movies. Never saw it. I thought it was great. To see Jennifer Aniston I've never say, seen it. you need to see it. Um, yeah, I, I, I really think they need to start looking long and hard at Tomlin. Because it's not going to get better there. Juju's gone. Juju's going to be a Jet. You know it. Well, it depends. If the Jets are smart. If the the Jets are smart to Jets draft Devontae Smith and tell Juju to go fucking take a flying leap. Yeah. Juju's not a good guy. According to Mark Mann. Well, I was looking at his numbers. He, what, what did he end up with? Like 90 catches this year? And he didn't even come close to 1,000 yards. Yeah. You know, that's what you want for your number one receiver? That can't get over 1,000 yards? I don't think he's a number one receiver. I think he's a possession receiver. He's, he's going to look for money to be a number one receiver. He's going to look for money. That doesn't mean he's going to get it. Look, here's I'm, the thing. I'm, he'll get it from somebody. He'll get from somebody. Here's the thing about the Jets. If you're really going all in on Sam, when was Sam his best? When he had Juju. Look, you know, ben th- Ben's got a pop gun arm right now. I mean, I- I'd love to see him and, you know, Chad Pennington in a throw-off. Everybody else is throwing fastballs. I mean, the fucking guy is Jamie Moyer. He's not a lefty. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, I know, I know. He he throws pus. Sitting here going, what the fuck's that noise? And my wife's playing The Sims. Well, we got a minute and a half here. Uh, did we see? Did we see the last of Philip Rivers? Yes. Yep. If it was, then, you know, what am I going to do? Or at least the last of him in a Colts uniform. Somebody's going to give him a job next year. Because he wants well, he wants a job. Yeah. And he ain't going to be in Indy next year, I'll tell you that. He's not going back to Indy next year. Because Indy's built the way more... now, and they need a quarterback. Right. I think Indy is got to look for somebody a little bit younger that they can keep a little bit longer, you know. Um, but Philly Rivers had a great no, they're built. Yeah. No, they're built to win now. They're going to go and get a guy that they can win with now, whether it's Matty Stafford or something like that. 
they, they're built to win. They got to win. It's where it is. It's the way of the beast. 30 seconds. Yep, yep. Good show. Wednesday night. We'll do it again. All right, buddy. Later. I will take care. All right,